Check, 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 Testing. Doug Perkins. Doug, Doug Perkins. Dougie, Dougie P. Dougie P. Dougie P. Dougie Poo. Dougie P. Dougie Poo. I prefer Dougie Poo. Uh, all right, Doug, you want to do a show? A podcast um, show? Yeah, so this would be episode 500,000. Half a million. That's a pretty good... I mean, we've done pretty well for ourselves to do half a million podcasts. I think and, so. I don't know many people that have done more. No, we definitely have the record uh 500,000 we should get get Guinness on the phone the beer company is it the same company i think it is the same company right you know what you know what we should do uh to get the word out there about Guinness put up pictures of 400 pound guys on mopeds i like um in the future to think that uh, people will look at that picture in the Guinness Book of World Record and like, was that the world record for the thinnest guys? <laughs> this got- show is called The One Star Podcast without Scott and Jeff. It's, with Kip uh, and Doug. Yeah, with Kip and Doug. Toss with Sage, the cool kids refer to it as. Toss without uh, Sage. Yeah, the, the Sage has been missing for long enough that the police have proclaimed them dead but dog the bounty and, hunter is still looking for them i hear and we've been legally allowed to change to our name to the one star podcast without scott and jeff still got that same ring to it though ear art review it all you one star reviewers Kip and Doug are scott and jeff what happened to scott and jeff they're definitely not buried in a basement podcast with scott and jeff is not the best all right doug it is showtime ready to go one star reviews one star reviews we're reading one star reviews how the new theme song that was a die dr pepper talking i'm sorry <laughs> oh, all right and uh, of course joining me here doug perkins Good, good to be here. I'll introduce you about five minutes in after you've already been like talking for five minutes. And as awesome. always, uh, the host, Kip Madsen. Oh, thank you. I forgot to introduce myself. You, you, oh, you were telling me about advertising the show a little bit more. Right. Yeah. We're going to put up flyers on our website that our listeners could print out and paste all over their town. It's a great idea. On their telephone poles. I thought a good idea for the posters would be, well, you start out with Lost Cat uh-huh. and, and you say, uh, you know, put a picture of my cat and say Lost Cat answers, you know, to the name Monster and loves the podcast Tosposage. <laughs> and then when you Google Tosposage, it's a very unique word that mm-hmm. not, much, not much else comes up. But when you Google it, It says, do you mean top saw? And then uh, it takes you, if you click on that, it takes you to, you know, rankings of the top saws. So we got uh, DeWalt's, we got Makita's, we got Ryobi's, we got Milwaukee's, you know, all pretty decent saws. Yeah, that would be a good sponsorship. uh, You know, Google Tosposage and you may end up looking at a Milwaukee chop saw. <laughs> yeah. 
we uh yeah we just got we need people to get out there and um get the get the word out you know Mm -hmm. we need i i think a good thing to do would be so every listener if you're listening right now uh go visit your parents or your grandparents steal their phone subscribe to our podcast on their phone and just let it be and mm-hmm. it'll automatically download every week and it'll get our numbers up and then we'll get, we'll be podcasting legends that's a good one it's hard to uh get people to force people to listen to the podcast you kind of got to shove it down their throat in a way you know like you have to kind of take their phone and like get their mouth open and jam it down in there but you want to play you want to hit play before there's just a heads up if you're going to do this hit play before you jam it down their throat so that like they can still listen it will reverberate around in their chest cavity and abdomen you know they can still listen yeah you sort of have to tape people to a chair tape their arms down or tie them up and and put the earphones in so they can't take them out right and uh and just let them listen and sooner or later they're gonna enjoy it they'll get instant stockholm syndrome after about one segment (laughs) when we kidnap them and and start playing the podcast oh these guys aren't so bad yeah i was uh well you know we got some more numbers then did i send you the new numbers no Oh, these are kind of interesting numbers. These are actually, it's a poll that was done by an outside research firm to talk about what would people's favorite parts of the show, you know, where they listen to it and then they turn the dials and push the buttons. As they oh, listen. Yeah, yeah. And so they're able to narrow in and find out what everybody's fa- favorite segments are and least right. favorite and least favorite. But uh, there's some of there's. I was just going to kind of read off some of these numbers for you about some of our segments. Like those were the ones that people like didn't seem to like quite as much. So mm-hmm. got one vote for um, Toss Wixash. Okay, yeah, sure. The Wikipedia segment. Yeah, the one where I just read random Wikipedia articles. Okay. People don't like that one very much. Um, there's um, Cat News Everdeen. Oh, yeah, great segment. I thought people so don't too. like it, though, huh? Yeah. No, no. Um, toothbrush or Dildo. That one actually got two votes. People oh, like that one. Yeah. Toothbrush or Dildo. Clever segment. Uh, there's the segment where we listen to other people's podcast on our podcast. Oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, that got two votes. But then mm-hmm. by far, and away, the people's very favorite segment, the break. Oh, well, yeah. should, we, should we just give them, give the people what they want? I, I think we should. This is, uh, without further ado, actually, that was another one people didn't like that segment, further ado. Here we go. It's everybody's favorite segment.
rejoin our broadcast later in the episode. We are back. Yeah, good job. Huge show for you today. We've got comedian Andy Peters. Plus, really, really big show. I was during the break, I was out uh, trying to self promote. Uh, get out there and uh, tell 50 people and not people you know. Um, strangers, walk up to run up to strangers if you have to, um, aggressively tap them on the shoulder and just tell them about the podcast. Yeah, or you could just scream Tosposage. Yeah, Tosposage, T O S P W S A J. They'll have to look it up. Yeah. <laughs> Sure. Uh, and I've been I've been kind of working on the, the uh, Toss Passage store a little bit, you know, because if you start wearing the Toss Passage gear, you know, get that out there a little bit. Right. And everybody's right. wearing it and then it becomes kind of sort of like a fashion statement. And then it's hot. You're seeing it at the uh, on Project Runway. You know, <laughs> yeah, um, we've so, got some new we've still got the uh, the F shirts are still available. The men's diapers, the Toss Passage men's diapers are available. Um, yeah, baby the, bikinis, uh, baby bikinis, the, chick the chicken diapers, chicken diapers, tospasage available. Yeah, there's the uh, the crystals. The oh, the crystals, the Lumerian crystals. Yeah, yeah, very expensive, very available. Those around your neck. Uh, we've got the um, license plates, the tospasage license plates, not license plate holders. We're talking about actual fake license plate. Tell us what state yeah. you're going to commit your crime in. Right. We'll send you a license plate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. We've got a special guest today, Doug. The specialist. Okay. Oh, the specialist. Sylvester they call him Stallone. The specialist. We've known him for a long time. He's a very uh, funny comedian. Smoking, as they say in the mask. <laughs> Smoking. Oh, yeah. We've been waiting for this guy forever since we started it. Yeah, let's uh, let's admit him to the podcast for free. Yeah, people should have free, to pay to be on our podcast. Free admittance. Check it out. Look what I've got here. It's my podcasting fuel. It's new Mountain Dew flavor. Yo. Mountain Dew podcasting fuel. Hi guys. Good to see you. <laughs> Good to see you. Oh, this, this is, is Andy great. Peters. I can't we believe we're seeing each other. It's uh, Andy Peters. You may know him from uh, comedy. He's a comedian. He's a world from... famous comedian. My he's... sitcom, my '80s sitcom. Boy, do we have a problem. <laughs> he's been on. A, he's been on a lot of TV shows. He was on the TV show that Doug and I uh, that it was called um, "Not Safe for Work," and then it was called "Clipaholics," and he played the character Hacky Jack. That's right. I mean, uh, people. Uh, the claim of fame of the show is that Jason Alexander. Like, it, I still brag to this day that I don't think Jason Alexander has any clue who I am, but I can say I worked with Jason Alexander. Yeah. But I don't, I wouldn't say that like <laughs> to him or like I wouldn't approach him and be like, so you've worked with Andy Peters. He's been really gallivanting around town bragging about how you worked. <laughs> yeah, we were part of the, uh, we were actually part of that Seinfeld curse when nobody could get another job after Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. We were actually part of it. And he went I on the show and then the show got canceled yeah. immediately. Yeah, Doug was a character yeah, called, true. Doug's character was Dr. Clyde Sherwin. That's right. I don't think I was a doctor, but uh, sh sure, if you want to add that to it. Yeah, I was uh, <laughs> an expert in 
finding clips of animals humping things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then my character was a Dr. Gene Clipstein. That's right. And uh, I was the announcer on the show, and I was replaced by Jason Alexander. They replaced oh. me with a one of the funniest actors of all time. Like Jason Alexander, yeah, yeah. I don't even think was aware of what he was a part of. He was a super nice guy. Couldn't have been nicer, that guy. Oh, Opposite of you, when when you were doing the voiceover and you thought it was your job, you were a nightmare, Kip. <laughs> I was. I was. Oh, that show was on nightmare. for one season, I think, on True TV. One star executives, for sure. I remember they gave <laughs> us a note one time that was uh, to have Andy Peters tone it down. <laughs> Which is like the thing that's the funniest about him. Is I don't high think energy you... stuff that you know that's like you're taken away. Yeah. I, you must not have legs. given me that note because I definitely didn't. Yeah. I, if anything, I ramped it up. Yeah, no, I ignored it. <laughs> they were so bad. They, uh, they, they, so they would always give us these notes on what was funny and what wasn't. But at that time, True TV had just switched over from being court TV. So that's all the right. people that were given the notes were, were had working on court TV shows. Yeah. <laughs> We so they were like uh, Judge Joe Walker. Yeah, and then yeah. they come over and go like, "This isn't funny." Their big note was like, uh, "It's weird that nobody gets murdered." On your show. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that judges. nobody gets life in prison on your. How come show? we don't ever see the judge or the deliberation? <laughs> Where's the <What>? jury? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway, that was a great show, and you can still—it's still on in the Philippines. So I would say <laughs> worth the plane ticket price to fly over there and watch a couple episodes yeah someone saw me uh in australia on that show and loved it. <laughs> really yeah, still on somewhere yeah. just not here uh <laughs> welcome to tosposesh andy uh what am i on yeah Tos you're on tosposesh <laughs> well it's the one that's star the, that's podcast response <laughs> the one star podcast without scott and jeff it's just kipping doug now what happened yeah. to Scott and Jeff? What? We tried, uh, nothing. Our, our lawyer. <laughs> uh, nothing happened. Our lawyer okay. suggests that we talk no more about it. Okay. Without him. It's present. hard to keep up with this show. Like when you look at episodes online, there's like your guys's numerical system is is pretty funky. <laughs> what episode is this? <laughs> five hundred thousand and one. Season. This is season five hundred thousand. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. It took you guys a really long time to get me on the show. We yeah, we had a half Big million guests. other guests. <laughs> That's right. It's nice of you to put a number value on how many people came before me on your podcast. Do you uh, do you are you a guy that leaves reviews? No, not at all. I do love reviews. Um, like the 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 theme of the show, I love it. The one star reviews. I found a lot of good ones okay, for you, you guys, but do I don't. So, or in like service situations, I'm always the not even if it's like horrific. I've never sent. I don't think I've ever sent food back in my life. Me neither. I've never like been in a situation where I <laughs> felt like I'm superior or that I can get a person in trouble, even <laughs> right. if like I've yeah. been like a lot of one star reviews are based on like waiting which is mm -hmm. just a thing you have to do in society like i had to <laughs> wait in this line <laughs> yeah for for 24 <laughs> minutes <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, to get this horribly convenient thing that's gonna make yeah. my life better and you'll see some of the ones i have are just like like i don't ever feel like i'm in the place to complain because you know we live in a very 
miracle-based modern society. So (laughs) if you take a second, like even like, you know, as bad as like a flight might go or like a delayed plane ride or like you're participating in a miracle. So I don't (laughs) agree. I I can never like drive home from that miracle and be like, I can't believe I flew through (laughs) space and time today, (laughs) but I was sitting on the ground for way too long. Yeah, yeah. You're complaining about things that you can't even like scientifically fathom. Like Mm -hmm. your like package is slightly damaged, but also you ordered it on the internet like seven hours ago and it's now at your house. (laughs) (laughs) Like, how does that, how is that even, (laughs) how did that even happen? And you're like, oh, there's like a coffee stain where my address is. As a comedian, I'm sure that I guess heckling is sort of a review, right? Well, do you want me to like, I, 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 can I, I have pulled up. A review of my Amazon special. Do you want yes, me to read that well, right first, out the gate? First, I got a one-star prom- review. First promote the special first. Tell us about. Yeah, the well, yeah. I mean, it's good. There review. are good reviews. Yeah, but I well, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> so this is the segment. Yeah. What else you got? Start well, to answer your us. question, yeah, yeah, I'm in a job now where I'm reviewed <laughs> constantly, like with like Live. internet comments. Yeah, I have two specials and an album, and like mm-hmm. I didn't even know this till the other day. There's a DVD version of my special that, I mean, if you go to Amazon, just put in Andy Peters. And uh, the album version is on vinyl. You can buy it at Amazon, too. And Mm -hmm. then, like, you can stream it. The whole shebash. Right. And it's got, you know, Philip gave me a five-star review and said this guy's great at improvising. And he's, oh, wait, he said he doesn't make a lick of sense. (laughs) Five-star review. (laughs) He's all over the place and doesn't make a lick of sense. I can't tell you how much I love that in a comedian. Oh, yeah. Curveball. <laughs> a okay, backhanded so. compliment. Yeah. Yeah. But but Joe Sesco, uh, who's his picture, he's holding a guitar, so he's like talented. One star. <laughs> and next to the one star it says verified purchase, which I don't know what that means. Like you got uh, it? Yeah. <laughs> I guess he got the You received it? And I don't know what this means. One star. Andy Peters delivering jokes is like a tiger delivering meat. What does that mean? <laughs> Should I hit helpful? I can hit if it was helpful or not. Yeah, you, say, yeah, that's definitely. Should helpful. I say it's helpful or should I report? You can report or say it's helpful. This guy is like a tiger delivering meat. He's stupid, idiotic mannerisms with some of the worst delivery I've ever seen. He sucks, and so do you if you like it. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Joe Sesco. Should so yeah, I've gotten my share of bad reviews, Kip. Thanks for bringing uh, that up. Well, he says that I have idiotic mannerisms. How is this idiotic? I talk with my I hand a lot. I do. I yeah, talk with my hand know. a lot. I would say that's just your style. That's generally what you find in stand-up when you do get a complaint. It's like they pick the specific thing, no matter what kind of comic you are. The complaint is always like, I don't like this general type yeah, <laughs> of like, right. like I don't yeah. like when comics are too loud or move too much. And then it's like, yeah, I'm not the comedian for you. That's <laughs> you just described my whole act, <laughs> screaming while moving a lot. <laughs> you're, you know, you're Stephanie's favorite comedian. I think she's told yeah. me that to yeah. to my face. Still, before, yeah, which still is, her favorite comedian. Still, yeah. And you don't consider it, that a heckle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Like, would she? Can she do me a favor and write that underneath yeah. my Amazon review page yeah. on my yeah. DVD sales? It yeah. might. Like if you could, if she could report Joe Sesco and then underneath that put, this is my favorite comedian. Yeah, Yeah, well, I don't want to ruffle. Joe Sesco from his picture, 
I wish I could show your audience yeah. what Joe Sesco looks like. Sesco looks pretty like. Is there can Who? is there any way yeah. we can find a Joe Sesco original song online? Oh, I guarantee it. Papa, it, and it's spelled spell it's spelled C S E K O J O E Joe. Joe Sesco, musician, musician in Patterson, New York. Heck Here yeah! It is. Here's the guy. YouTube. Let me share. Does my he have screen. an album? I want to review his album. You Oh, there's six subscribers to Joe Secco. Congrats. <laughs> there are no videos. There's just a picture of him with his yellow guitar. See, if you don't have the guts Joe Secco, to musician, put bandmix.com. Here we go. Seeking band to join. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. Should I, uh, should you put, because I, I dabble in drums. Should we just like go ahead and, and see if yeah, he needs a drummer? It says yeah, he, it, he, uh, if any band out there is looking for a podcaster to join. <laughs> says do you he, want somebody uh, while you're playing guitar? Do you want two guys <laughs> to sit at a table off to the side and uh, comment? He likes uh, Beck, Eddie Van Halen, Bach, Rachmaninoff, and hates Andy Peters' stand-up <laughs> album. You're no Bach. Oh, you know who I never give a one-star review to? Rachmaninoff. <laughs> Here's Joe Secco's <laughs> old band. This is Joe Secco's old band, Toxic. Toxic. Their thrash metal band formed in 1985. There's Joe Secco right there at the Headbanger Open yeah. Air Ball in 2017. See, well, that's not too shabby. All right, now we're talking. This is from Mr. Review. Oh, so, that's so pretty, that's kind of an big. expert. The man. That's the man. <laughs> Is that who you guys all look up to? Is he like your, <laughs> if you were to make a Mount Rushmore reviewers, would Mr. Review like be in where George Washington is? <laughs> so here's, here's, it's kind of a long one. Mr. Review says, I picked this record up because of its cool Cold War inspired cover and because mm -hmm. I am a big fan of 1980s metal, this being released in 1989. Oh. Well, the cover art is the best thing about this album. I find the music to be excessively noisy, disjointed, and led by a singer who seems to enjoy wailing at the top of his lungs just for the heck of it. Yeah. I like how polite of a heavy metal reviewer Mr. Review is. What the heck is this nonsense? Okay, toxic. And he had a problem with how loud and hectic my comedy was, and that's what his band sounds like. I mean, talk about a, a tiger feeding you meat or whatever. The, whatever he said. Oh. All right, we got we got to get to some reviews here. Okay. okay. Well, we knocked Joe down a couple pegs. Okay. Okay, Andy, what else you got? Okay, so you guys, well, let me pull up a good one here. You know, one thing that we haven't discussed yet is you guys probably know I'm a dad now. I have a baby. Yeah, yeah congratulations. Father. Congrats. Thank you. Way to so, go. did it. Um, I'm constantly online looking for, like, baby stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And you get mm -hmm. you get a lot of, like, freebies as, as a dad of, like, baby things. And then you have to, like, go back and see, like, the reviews of the thing you already have. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like you yeah. Just, yeah, good you point. become like a goodwill for your other friends that had kids and just like ship you old stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you have to go online and be like, is this a good crib? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, this... has this been recalled yet? <laughs> has yeah. this been recalled? Yeah. So I have a few like baby related things. 
we have this rattle, right? It's like a basic baby rattle that we got. And you looked up some reviews for it. I looked up reviews for it. <laughs> because it's like, it's a general... It goes, okay, I'll just read one from Glamazon Ash. One star. Do not buy this garbage. Don't buy this for your baby. The rattle sound is minuscule, and I hate it. <laughs> the Fisher Price tag takes up way too much space, so I cut it off. I ended up buying a better rattle from Rite Aid up the street that actually has a decent rattle sound. This is a waste of money. Two thumbs down, all the way down. Glamazon. <laughs> My first I, question yeah. is yeah. how do you gauge the sound of a rattle? Like, what are you comparing it to? Like, I got it and was like, yeah, that sounds like a baby rattle. Yeah, Gave that know. to the baby. Yeah. As, as, as a, a parent, you would want the quietest one possible. Right. You don't want the loudest rattle in the world as a parent. You do, uh, like the baby did not take the rattle and go, nah, yeah, not my yeah. cup of tea. They're they're a rattle snob, which uh, rattle snob. So there's a a reviewer that I found that just reviews like children's books. Okay, it's a, it's like an ABC book, you know, like board books are they're like cushiony, yeah, and it's it's like ABCs with animals. It's like the mm -hmm. ones the, babies, like, the babies can chew on if they want. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like A for alligator, B mm -hmm. for bumblebee, so on and so forth. But in this particular one, they're doing like an action. So it'll be like an alligator ate an apple. Yeah. And it like yeah. corresponds to the letter. That's a good one. Yeah. So it, this guy goes, waste of money. So Nevetha <laughs> S. <laughs> one star. Yeah. ABC, animal ABCs, waste of money. Go for something that is realistic. The pictures aren't at all realistic. There's no logic. The yak is practicing yoga. That's absurd. <laughs> <laughs> That's where they draw the line. They got all the way to why for yak. They're like, no, a yak doing yoga. Okay. I bought a goat all and right. goggles. And <laughs> now I can't even finish this. <laughs> I can't even. One letter away one letter okay that's that's where i draw the line an elephant is making eggs that i can see <laughs> a giraffe is googling stuff that could happen but a yak practicing yoga give me a break one star oh here's one one star of a huggies diaper one star. Don't get the Lion King version. <laughs> That's what it says. The new ones are horrible. They got the Lion King on them, and they they go all the way up my daughter's back, and she has leaks out the sides, and she had a massive diaper blow up. Uh, another one. New design. One star. New design is horrible. I hate the Lion King kind. <laughs> I think people are just anti-Lion King, and then it's... Yeah. The They're reviewing the movie on the diaper. If you really hate the Lion King, then you would want someone to shit in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Yeah, that's true. Five star review. <laughs> you know, I enjoyed <laughs> shitting all over the Lion King. Are you? Well, and also the other end of that is like eventually your baby, currently wearing diapers, is going to grow up and be an adult person. And that like video review you left yeah. on Amazon is yeah. going to stay on the internet forever. forever. You're right. Okay, Doug, 
What else you got? Okay. Have you guys ever heard of this restaurant called Texas Roadhouse? Yeah. Can yeah, do yeah. you know do what? you know what that restaurant is? What's it like? It's like a barbecue restaurant, Texas barbecue. Okay, that's what I would have guessed. Throw yeah. the peanuts on the floor. It's yeah. that type of place. Yeah, I enjoy this yeah. place like that. So I, I, I ate at one with my dad once in Indianapolis. And um, yeah, there you go. Here's a one star review from that's from it. my hometown, uh, Texas Roadhouse in Kennewick, Washington. Okay. okay. Mm -hmm. This is from Maryland164, who says, Yuck. I'm sorry, but I was not impressed with their menu. Too much fat. The protein was too high and not enough roughage. If people would eat at this restaurant all the time, they are sure to develop some kind of intestinal disease. They need to include some kind of roughage with each plate. I will never go back. My husband likes his meat, but he noticed how much this place was lacking in good overall roughage. Somebody just learned the word roughage. <laughs> Couldn't wait to yeah, use it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and also like yeah it's Order a restaurant. salad it's like a treat uh you don't <laughs> go every like... day for every meal order a salad anything else ma'am yes a salad <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're in the texas roadhouse you That's don't true. go into a subway and you're like what's up with all these sandwiches <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> can a guy get not a sandwich how come there's so many tacos at this taco yeah. bell <laughs> i went to texas roadhouse and they they didn't have any Chinese food. <laughs> What's the deal? So, oh, yeah. Kip, what else you got? Yeah. You know, I, the other the other day I was reviewing some Olive Garden restaurants, and I reviewed. There were a lot of one star reviews of the Olive Garden. You know, I think that was the same day as this episode. Was it earlier in this episode? Know. We were talking about the Olive Garden. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, I read quite a few one-star reviews, which is that's a little tilted. I feel like right, you know. So, so you I, I just wanted five to find stars. Some, a couple of five-star reviews for the Olive Garden. Okay, Shay B says five stars. This location is great. Really far from the LAX airport, but worth the drive. Wow, so this is a five-star. <laughs> okay, you're dishing. You're you're doing a good one. They somehow like were on a layover and had to drive from the airport to an Olive Garden. And it was in Los away. Angeles. Yeah. That's so crazy. Where are they See, that's out? risky business. That is not a smart move. I need a restaurant to go to while in Los Angeles. I, what's a good Los Angeles based restaurant? <laughs> Olive Garden. Uh, isn't there uh isn't there like a uh like a Ruby Tuesday right in the airport or like there's like a Friday's yeah, yeah. just stay in the airport. That is, I can't on layovers. Yeah. I do not venture out of the airport. I don't you have the guts. Get, you can't get something as good as Olive Garden at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, that's exactly how oh, good wait. it is. It's just like eating at an airport, every single Olive Garden. I'm all right with it. I, know I like, you know, there. I enjoy it when I'm there. I do come from one of those towns, like small town USA in Midwest, where like Red Lobster is fancy. And yeah, like we didn't even we had to go like the town over. Like we had to go to Toledo, Ohio to get our Olive Garden. So How it was far like was it from the airport? Pretty far, pretty <laughs> okay. far. Okay. But like also like I remember um, 
bringing like a homecoming date to a place called the Macaroni Grill, which sure. is like, oh yeah, which is like a yeah. Midwest Olive Garden. It's yeah. called the Macaroni that, Grill. That's one of those places that went under as soon as they were required to post calorie. Oh yeah, yes. Because everything had like two thousand calories. <laughs> Do you know what the macaroni grill used to do, which is crazy, which is probably why they're out of business? Like every hour on the hours, the kitchen staff would break a plate. That was no. like a thing. They would do like a hoopa. They would break a plate and you would hear them shatter in the back and the restaurant would cheer. And it's like, you can't. Like, what's your plate budget? You can't be going through that many plates tonight. Here's another thing that I think yeah. might have made them. Uh, might have caused been a led to their demise is that they grilled their macaroni. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, good point. There's some that people kid boil, delivery that boil it. So some people like to boil it and make it yeah, kind of soft, it. al dente, if it. you will. Some people they, like to cover it in they cheese. Take, they take the dry, dried out pasta and just toss it on the grill over there, <laughs> and yeah. it goes falls all through the grate. <laughs> it's also weird with macaroni. <laughs> is just mentioned on its own and you don't say and cheese after it's always weird for like what kind of (laughs) for your meatballs would you like macaroni no there's no (laughs) we done shitting on macaroni grills grave (laughs) yeah the fancy this was supposed to be about olive garden and we dragged the macaroni grill and andy what else you got okay so uh i'm trying to pick which one i do i got some real gems so being a stay-at-home dad, I'm constantly looking for, like, outings. So we went to the, uh, the California Science Center. You know the Science Center, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And it has a spaceship. It has the Endeavor spaceship, cool. which is on uh, exhibit. And we go there in the day, and I get my steps in. We walk, and we see it. And I, I couldn't imagine in a million years you would find anything to complain about <laughs> of <laughs> – of a literal object that's been in space, the miracle of modern science, uh-huh. was gifted by NASA, flown to Los Angeles, <laughs> driven across town in a parade. I was at the parade. I there remember was, that. Yeah. There was that kids was awesome. in astronaut outfits. It was like <laughs> yeah. the 60s again. Space it was. was back, baby. Everybody had space fever. We got a spaceship. Yeah. And they built a, its own like hangar. It stays at the Science Center. Yeah. It's amazing. You can drive down the street if you live in Los Angeles and see the ship that's been in space, not just a little bit, the most. It's been in space the most of any spaceship. Uh (laughs) Well, Earthy Cat 22 from Arizona writes, one star, the Endeavor sucks. (laughs) As soon as I got out of my car, I was in a ghetto-ass neighborhood. I'm glad LA is putting a tall building here in the Rams Stadium. Okay. What? <laughs> uh, okay, and here's the actual, and then he goes on to say, they're in way over the heads with this attraction. About 10 years ago, the Space Center had nothing, and they drew no crowds, and then they get granted a space shuttle, and it looks like they kept the same managers, and they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> like, the managers were like, wait a second, we're getting a space shuttle. The problem... <laughs> The problem starts with how the exhibit was designed. After a chaotic line on the second floor, you end up in front of an entrance with a sign over it that says ecosystems. I think you're just in the wrong place, Earthy. In there, in there you have to hunt down a room to find the space shuttle oh, artifacts. I think he's just okay, describing right. yeah. being yeah. lost. 
You're in the bathroom, Earthy. <laughs> in there, you'll find a room with space shuttle artifacts, like a tire and a toilet. Okay, now I know you're in the bathroom. You're lost. You're outside now by the dumpsters. Come back in. Did you get your hands? I was damp? in a rose garden and I was watching a Rams game and I never saw a space shuttle. Okay, it goes on. After fighting your way out of that room, you don't know where to go. <laughs> He's so fucking lost. And then the real exhibit isn't on the second floor. How do you not find a spaceship? It's the giant spaceship in the middle of the room. And it's labeled spaceship. I've been there. It says Endeavor's. Yeah, yeah. You buy a separate ticket and you go to a room that says spaceship. Yeah. I don't know where Earthy was. <laughs> The real exhibit isn't even on the second floor. It's on the first floor in a rectangular steel hangar, and you got to go down some stairs, and you still see a sign that says ecosystems. I just like that uh, he's in a room, and he has to look around. And is like, is this the room? The is space this a shuttle space shuttle? Is, is that is. a space shuttle? No, that's <laughs> brontosaurus bones. Is that a space shuttle? <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> You're in you're in the parking lot. Okay, so my Toyota Tracel is not a space shuttle. Okay. <laughs> How big would you say that room is that the space shuttle is in? Okay, well, that, uh, that's a good segue to the next yeah. part of the review. It is gigantic. Okay, so yeah. he's now in, Earthy is now okay. in the space shuttle room. Okay, ready? This shuttle is too enormous. <laughs> All the other capsules and space junk on display could easily fit in this room. The problem with the display is you're limited to seeing the underside of the space shuttle because the space shuttle's too big. You can walk around it, but there's no great view of it, and there's no good photo opportunities. There should be a second level so that I'm, I'm going to side with Earthy on this one. There should be a second level. All I saw was the backside and the underside of a spaceship. <laughs> like yeah. have you guys okay. been there do you guys yeah. have you been I to the endeavor yeah. yeah i haven't been to the science center but i did see it come up crenshaw i mean i almost like openly wept it's like a miracle very... that you yeah. get to stand in the presence of a ship in space and he's like too big <laughs> <laughs> he's not even done he peppers in other side complaints, okay, all right. other problems I had with the California Science Center. The okay. lines are poorly managed and chaotic, which brings out the predators looking for opportunities to get ahead at your expense. Okay, <laughs> something terrible happened to Earthy yeah, at some point. Yeah, line the predators. predators. Yeah, well, that's like, what he says. He goes, I'm in the like shuttle line when people in front of us stood there gawking at people making a spectacle of cells in a hurricane simulator and a large gap in the line formed and a mother and her children seized the opportunity to slip under the dividing rope to the front of the line. And then later in the Cleopatra exhibit, <laughs> unbelievably, a mother and a daughter cut in line because that line was too long, they said. Talk about girls behaving badly. Because Cleopatra? Uh. <laughs> It's also hard to find the Cleopatra exhibit. Okay, this guy cannot find museum exhibits. Corey, are you Cleopatra? <laughs> no, man. I just, well, I just work here. I'm a no, I'm a, my, my name's Samantha. I work in the... Why couldn't they just put Cleopatra and the space shuttle in the same room? Put her in the space shuttle. In the <laughs> and then he goes on. This guy has been cut in front of a lot. <laughs> It's also hard yeah. to find the Cleopatra line. We walked around in circles for hours. <laughs> Keep your eyes peeled and be ready to confront line predators. <laughs> line predators. I, like, uh, I do feel uncomfortable anytime I go to any place for the very first time. 
And then like the second time, I'm not uncomfortable at all. So I get that. Like this mm -hmm. guy's second time at the museum is going to be great, guys. <laughs> <laughs> now that he knows where the space shuttle is, the giant yeah. <laughs> room with a space shuttle inside of it, he's going to bring guests like his family and be like, don't worry, follow me. I know exactly where the giant space shuttle is. Didn't find it on my first try. I had asked three people that worked here. One of them I thought was Cleopatra. So Turns we... Out Turns uh, out it was Deborah in the food court. She part wasn't of this, helpful. Part of this podcast, Andy, is that we're going to take all our fans on a one-star tour of, oh, of Los Angeles. And I think this guy should be the tour guy. <laughs> yes. That's a great idea. Like, well, that's <laughs> what's crazy. You read this and you're like, you can go into a room and look at things owned by Cleopatra and then walk down the hall and see a spaceship yeah. that flew to the moon and back yeah. several times and be like, not for me. My favorite part is how he has notes on how to mount a spaceship. Where he's like, it's nine, it's 10 feet too high. You should be able to go inside the spaceship, touch three buttons, and you should meet Cleopatra. This is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> When's the Cleopatra meet and greet? Uh, <laughs> I got, got a question like a... for Cleopatra. <laughs> I'll make a whole movie about Earthy called Looking for the Spaceship. And it's just him like, is this the line for the spaceship? <laughs> no, this is... You're in San Diego right now. Is this a spaceship? No, this is no. That's that's an orca whale. This yeah. is Santa Monica Metro bus. Am I inside of a spaceship? Are you Cleopatra? Like this is the type of person that would write like a bad review for like the Grand Canyon or something. That's yeah. just like yeah, unreviewable. Yeah. Like uh, <laughs> right. space one star too much of it. <laughs> you looking up? But I never. I couldn't find any of the stars. They're poorly located. <laughs> You know what I would do? I would make everything closer together in space. Way too big. <laughs> All right, Doug, what else you got? Oh, here we go. Okay, so this is another review for uh, Texas Roadhouse <laughs> from Mel Hay. And uh, she gives it one star and says, allergy alert. Walked in the door and had to hold my breath and walk right back out so that I didn't go into anaphylactic shock due to the peanuts that are everywhere. Uh. Please put a warning sign on the outside of the door. Okay, so that's where that's where this uh, review should probably end. But she goes on. <laughs> okay. The, the people that we were meeting had already been seated and ordered, so they stayed and ate. They said that the steaks and prime rib were good, but that the portion size was extreme and it was a lot of food. So maybe consider sharing. The other thing that they commented <laughs> on was that the potatoes and bread were weirdly sweet. They weren't sure if it was just the potatoes and bread themselves <laughs> or if it was the gravy and the butter, but sweet nonetheless. <laughs> so she left and then left a review for the people that <laughs> stayed there and ate. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Really strange. <laughs> it's interesting that the people that she was meeting sat down yeah. and ordered before she got there. Uh, the yeah, that that's just bad. That's not, bad form. Did not. Well, <laughs> well it's because they don't woman. like her as a person. <laughs> it's very clear. And now we can see why. It's very clear. Maybe if we sit in order, she won't see us. Give us or, the tall booth. Or do you think uh, that they got there and like uh, they specifically picked this restaurant in attempt to kill her <laughs> yeah well because like, of the peanuts on the floor she has a peanut allergy and she's like what's with all these peanuts everywhere on the floor i'm stepping on a peanut right now my foot ballooned up <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah and her friends were like you know what's gonna get rid of her 
once and for all. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna go early to a Texas Roadhouse. She's gonna step foot and she's gonna die immediately. Yeah. yeah. Come barefoot. It's a barefoot restaurant, so please come barefoot and uh, just walk right in aggressively and take a big deep breath when you come in. <laughs> they just like blow peanut dust in her face. Well, these, I, I, peanut allergy people drive me nuts because they're the reason like when you get a bag of any type of food, like everything mm -hmm. has to say like, oh, this may have touched a peanut or this could have been in a room with a peanut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this bottled same, water yeah. was next door to a peanut. <laughs> yeah, it shared conveyor belt with soy, peanuts, and eggs. It's like, what kind of conveyor belt is this? <laughs> but our peanut allergy, so like, it just <laughs> seems like it just seems like peanut allergy people should just never leave their house. Like, it seems like a bad yeah. allergy, and or it's shutting down all of society. Roll around <laughs> in a big gerbil ball. Yeah. <laughs> But it's also something that I don't think was ever a thing before, like uh, the 1980s. Yeah, know? people just died and never even heard about it. Yeah, <laughs> they never complained. They just knew yeah. it was a part of life. They was just dying from dead. their peanut allergy. Yeah. But it's also like, just don't go to a restaurant. You got like, you don't, <laughs> like Sam Kinison said, don't like it's the opposite of of his joke. Don't go to where the don't go to where the food is. <laughs> There's going to yeah. be some peanuts in the air at a place that makes food and also lets you throw around peanuts yeah. <laughs> for fun. All right. Yeah. Roadhouse is the is the key word. You don't want to go to any roadhouses, Miss uh, Mel. Hey, if you look. OK, Kip, what else you got? No rough stuff. Uh this is a, not a really even a review, just something that uh, it was. It's this is what else you got. I can talk about a thing that happened, but it, right? Yes, it's your podcast. Well, I don't know. <laughs> there's a pool at our house, uh huh. And there's a pool per guy, pool person, yeah. pool guy who comes to clean the pool every once every couple weeks or so, right? Wait, are you giving this guy a review right now, live? It's sort of, yeah, it's sort of a review, but he's. He's a very nice guy. I like him a lot. But there's a there's a cover like a, a tarp, like pool blanket type of thing that you pull on. But then, whenever he comes and I don't think to take that off first, he doesn't take it off. He just kind of jams his equipment underneath it, kind of blindly swooping around under the pool cover. And so, and then at some point he just kind of like let it. I was kind of wondering why that was, you know. And then at some point I asked him if he. <laughs> Yeah, I go, I go, do you recommend these, these putting these tarps, these blankets on the pool? Do you think it like keeps them heated and stuff? He's like, oh, I don't really like them. I tell people not to put them on. And then he kind of just <laughs> let it slip that he doesn't know how to swim. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. What do you mean? Wait, let it slip? Doesn't know how to swim. Scared of the water, I guess. Won't go like too close to the water. Doesn't want to like do the pool cover thing doesn't like doesn't like having to move things around out of the pool oh okay doesn't yeah. know how to swim but isn't well, his whole existence is is pools yeah <laughs> yeah kip. so i don't know that's not necessarily a bad review he does a good job with the pool it just seemed odd to me kip this is a perfect <laughs> opportunity to teach this man to swim yeah. <laughs> oh yeah you're right well there were lessons going on in the pool they were teaching the two and the four-year-old how to swim get in there james yeah totally <laughs> ruby and romy 
<laughs> Does he like own this business? Yeah, I think so. Because that's probably a good thing, because I feel like in a job interview for a pool related job, <laughs> <laughs> like there's eventually yeah. going to be. All right. So he's, I see here I'm looking at your resume and it, it says right here under special skills, it says not swimming. <laughs> Is this, this? I don't know. Maybe that makes him. like. And some, it also a... says Microsoft Excel. <laughs> <laughs> You're, you are good at Excel, but not swimming. OK. I'm into pools, but I don't like the swimming or fun aspect of it. I like the maintenance and the chemicals. So he's he's never been inside of the thing that like he works on his entire life. Yeah. That's like that's like if a car mechanic didn't have a driver's license. (laughs) I've never been I've never been behind the wheel. What would you recommend as far as brakes for my car? I have no idea. I've never driven. (laughs) So this is this is where you sit to drive the car, in this one. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, okay. Your brakes are totally shot, and you need a new engine. Oh, what what kind of engine do you have in your car? I don't got one. (laughs) I don't drive. Never been behind the wheel. Drop a public transit. I can tell you what kind of bus to take. <laughs> uh, to the science okay. center, same guy. Oh, um, that's so yeah, that was just an interesting factoid. Uh, you don't think that guy listens to the podcast, do you? Well, I would like to say that so. he. I'm, well, I'm giving him five stars. I'm giving him okay. a five star review for his abilities, his ability to overcome his greatest fear to clean my pool, and is it just ability yeah. to still be alive? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. and like he has to go from pool to pool all day, every day, and just yeah. like do the sign of the cross. Yeah. You, this could be it. <laughs> this could be the one every yeah. day, 12 hour yeah. shift. Yeah, no. Oh, this could be the one that gets me. <laughs> all right. We're at the Matson residence. This could be the fucking one. Bye. <laughs> He's like that, that movie where Andrew Garfield wouldn't carry a gun when he was in the, in a, in the war. Oh, yeah. What's that movie called? He's a no. medic. He's like a. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Um, uh, something ridge. Dunkirk. Dunkirk? Yeah, yeah. Hacksaw no, yeah. Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. So like, yeah, he's like, this is his Hacksaw Ridge. <laughs> My pool. <laughs> this is his personal Hacksaw Ridge. Every time he steps foot in a backyard, yeah. I'm like, this is my Hacksaw Ridge. <laughs> That's what he says. Andy, what else you got? I got what one you, more. Okay, good. Can okay. I, can we, are you, do we have time for another epic tale of, of a Los Angeles establishment? Yeah, we'll just extend, a well yeah. established extend the episode. So uh, this is a review for the Los Angeles Zoo, which I'm also taking my uh, child to on a daily Mm -hmm. basis. They're Mm -hmm. one years old now, so they can take in, like if we go to the exhibits where like the animal is at like a stroller level, I can stroll up the baby and just be like, oh, look, it's a daily um, otter. Daily basis. Uh, we, we get out and about, we don't go to the zoo on a daily basis, but we are members. Like uh, I would say like almost, Probably like bi-monthly. Yeah, okay. Okay. One star from Robert Yu of the Los Angeles Zoo. Robert Yu, Los Angeles Zoo. Horrible. Sad. I have... <laughs> okay, now this is this takes a lot of turns. This is even right, more okay, turns good. than Earthy. Uh, I like your performances of these reviews so far. You're welcome. You're welcome. I practiced it. in the mirror yeah, right excellent. before... I had a problem with the first aid person. <laughs> That's how it starts. <laughs> Nothing about animals. No sense of urgency. It took 20 minutes for him to report me to the first aid station, and the park wasn't even opened yet. <laughs> okay, well, that might be the problem. 
You're yeah. in the parking lot going, excuse me. I've got all these, um, these uh, barbed wires. People are showing up to work. When I climbed over the zoo walls before it yeah. opened. Yeah. People are showing up to work and they're like, I have a medical emergency in the parking lot. So this is the medical emergency. My wife had sprayed some sunscreen in her eyes and she was in a great deal of pain. Oh, oh really? Yeah, you're very zoo related. They're not even in the zoo yet. <laughs> yeah. They're not uh, even in the zoo yet. I can't see. I got sunscreen in my eyes. Does anybody work here? Let's start. The park hasn't even opened yet for another two hours. Why, why are they you there? there? <laughs> why are you tailgating the zoo? <laughs> Who does this? My wife, and but they found a person. She was given a used bottle of Visine from a man's fanny pack and was told to spray it on her eyes. Huh. Not probably not a first aid person. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna tell you, some guy yeah. was in the parking lot going, You want some Visine from my fanny pack? <laughs> Never say yes to that. She was blinded and dropped it from the sunscreen the the first aid person was annoyed and said it was still clean and to use it in your eyes anyways we were so pissed off that we vowed to never step foot in this park again my wife left in tears and in physical discomfort you ready for the next part and yes they've gone inside it you ready (laughs) so this is they vowed to never step foot in the park and then there's like a new paragraph and it's and that paragraph starts. Yes, we did walk around the park for a while. <laughs> <laughs> she was blind from sunscreen and a her- terrible interaction. All the animals and they're like, were we bought tickets. The animals overall were not engaging. This is not a world class zoo. The Oakland and San Francisco zoos are much more welcoming and way less confining. When a spider monkey and a bear wave at you or a camel walks next to you, that's the sign of a happy zoo. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I've never been waved to by a spider monkey. Have you? Oh, this is a good zoo. Hey, spider monkey. Your seal show was a bust. The seal refused to come to the trainer, and when they did, he promptly went back underwater. The end. The seal show was a bust. Okay, I get I get that you're having a rough day. You you sprayed sunscreen yeah. into your own yeah, eye yeah, yeah, yeah. and you were at the zoo for two hours earlier before it opened for some reason. Yeah. And you yeah. couldn't find a paramedic yeah. at the yeah. zoo that doesn't open for another two yeah. hours. Yeah. And some guy gave you dirty visine out of their dirty black, feet. Yeah, but black what market. you don't do is take it out on the performing seal. All right. <laughs> They're yeah, doing no. their job. It's a trained seal show. I'm sure the seal did fine. I, I, I really have a problem with taking things out on the on yeah. the on yeah. animals. Yeah. And to say to throw the spider monkeys under the bus like that for not <laughs> waving at you yeah. because the spider monkeys in San Francisco waved at you. How yeah. dare you? Like these are Los Angeles spider monkeys. They're probably got a bit of an attitude, bit of a chip yeah. on their shoulder. Yeah. They're Far caught up home. in the the Dodgers Giants rivalry. <laughs> yeah. They don't they're yeah. not doing what the San Francisco spider monkeys are doing. <laughs> Fuck those spider monkeys. Can I cuss on this podcast? Sure. I'm worked up. You can't go in mad and blind. I love zoos. I love taking my child there. And I these types of reviews could be damaging to zoo business. I'm a member, so I feel like I have some skin in the game. So it's kind of like this Robert Yu from San Jose, California is giving me a bad review. Like uh-huh. Oh, yeah. like why would you join a zoo yeah. Yeah. that doesn't have proper eye paramedics? <laughs> <laughs> I love how they gloss over the fact that it quite possibly wasn't a zoo employee that gave them visine <laughs> out of a fanny pack. <laughs>
<laughs> they just really yeah. kind of glossed over like <laughs> finally he gave me some out of his fanny pack in her defense though i would not trust a medical professional who had to rifle through a fanny pack now, like, hold on give me a second what'd you say your problem was <laughs> well that's like what with that? these long elaborate stories where terrible things happen i feel like that person needs to like post a follow-up like you can't just leave that hanging like right. I'm sorry, did you have to get eye surgery? <laughs> All you can do is find yeah. out what they reviewed next. You know, an eye surgeon. Like, yeah. That's the only way to follow them, their path. That's true. My wife's new fake eye is terrible. Worst fake eye she's ever <laughs> yeah. had. Well, uh, should we move on to anything else, Kip? Sure. Uh, this is the segment we call anything else, where I ask if anybody has anything else, and everybody says no. Andy, anything else? Nope. Oh, okay. Doug, anything else? I don't have anything else either. <laughs> well, I don't have anything else either, so I think we're done. Nice. Oh, yeah. What a podcast. We did Boom. it. Boom. Hello. We did podcast it. Podcast City. Thank you to uh, our special guest, Andy Peters. Thanks for having me, guys. That was a lot of fun. I feel like I, a weight has been lifted. That's I got to okay. go listen to these Toxic albums. There's about <laughs> yeah. eight of them. I gotta finish not, my email to Joe I'm, Sesco. You should look this up, but I'm not sure that Joe Sesco made it the entire run of the band, Doug. This well, another... he's just lying. Doesn't did he say? Didn't he say on something he was intoxicated? Yeah, he's trying to make people believe that he was intoxic. Well, should we start um, a uh... Joe Sesco podcast? What happened to <laughs> Joe Sesco? And was he ever intoxic? He... You want to? No. You want? Should we sign off, Doug? Oh yeah, yeah. We should, should sign, we sign off. off? Sorry. Okay, go ahead. Do your sign-off line. Okay, so uh, that was Tosposage. Email us, tosposage at gmail.com. And remember, if you don't like this podcast, there's plenty of others that you could listen to. <laughs> Some good ones. A lot of good ones. And uh, uh, it's the podcast you uh, love to hate and hate to love. It's Tosposage. Yeah, and I would just like to say <clears throat> that... Uh, Please go go ahead and give us a review. Whether you uh, if you like the show, we'd love it if you give us one star. We're going for a perfect one star rating, and a couple people keep giving us five stars and fucking the whole thing up <laughs> to the point where the math is going to be impossible to get back down to one star. Anyway, so if you hate it, and if you if you hate it, also give it one star. Don't give us five stars to make us mad. You give it an honest one star. And that's why we say, like it or hate it, you gotta rate it one star. Right? Boom. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Boom. That's professional. That's you have it. a great uh, you have a great podcast voice, Kip. I was born you to too, podcast. Doug. <laughs> Doug and I were yeah. both born He's to born. podcast. You know, Doug <laughs> and I met on good. a podcast. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? We've only spoken to each other on podcasts since. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you very much. Ear art.